said I would do one, and I'm going to do one simply because it's necessary. We are only a week or so out, a little less than a week. I just did an entry uh, a couple entries ago for Thor Love and Thunder. And the last show, the last movie coming out for Phase 4 is going to be Black Panther. But the last series, the last show for Phase 4 is She-Hulk Attorney at Law. What did we get with this? The introduction of another Hulk into the MCU universe. And what did we get? Well, to me, we got a damn good time. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought this show was super. I thought this was a really, really fun show. I really didn't go into this show expecting it to be this fantastical extra show. I expected the show to be exactly what it was, exactly what it gave me, and sort of nothing more than that. Anybody who went into this expecting it to kind of live up to some sort of seriousness, go go listen to my rant about Thor Love and Thunder. That Thor is meant to be a serious character. Black Panther is meant to be a serious character. If you're introducing me to a character and you're going to start it off on this level, I'm okay with that. And I'm also okay with it simply for the fact that She-Hulk is technically meant to be this fun. Like, she's meant to be fun. She breaks fourth walls like she's Deadpool. She doesn't take it seriously to be a superhero as far as I know. And she just lives her life. I think Tatiana Maslany played her exquisitely. I thought she was a great casting choice. I think everything that sort of happens that anybody bashed on, you know, this it, it went all over Twitter when she was um, twerking with Megan the Stallion. Now, granted, I don't even like Megan the Stallion. I don't get why. They, like, I mean, again, I'm, I'm an old man, sort of, for this generation. My music taste is not the same as everybody else's. You know, I also don't like a lot of the mainstream things that people like. So that's where a lot of my stuff comes from. But truthfully, if you like Megan the Stallion, more power to you. Maybe you like the inclusion. Maybe you didn't. But it's still fun. It's still fun. Like, why are you getting upset? This is exactly what She-Hulk should be doing. She should be having fun and doing what she wants. I also appreciated that it did kind of tie in a few loose ends. You know, the storyline with Abomination. They made that make sense a little bit with his inclusion in Shang-Chi. However, I also still don't know 100% where this takes place. And this goes back to what I was saying in Thor Love and Thunder. I don't know what the timeline for everything is. Maybe there's something out there that I can read that can further explain that for me. And I just haven't really had the the willingness to look into it. Maybe I'm just waiting for Phase 4 to be over and then I'll do a full sort of research pool into understanding if somebody's picked up on it. And maybe, maybe even Black Panther will explain a little bit more too. I don't know. All I know is that this sort of takes place... At the same time as Shang-Chi, before Shang-Chi, and after Shang-Chi. Like, every, as the episodes progress, you see where it sort of takes place. That That's what I took. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I took from it. Um, I also appreciate the inclusion of a lot of these other characters, such as um, the Wrecking Crew, which, again, are characters like if I didn't have friends that cosplayed as the Wrecking Crew, I wouldn't have known who they were. I do dislike that they kind of just let them go. I feel like they could have gone a little bit further with them because they can be a lot of fun, you know? So they incorporated them. 
They incorporated uh, little fun characters like Mr. Immortal. And then, of course, we got what everybody was looking for, and that was the incorporation of Matt Murdock. He's made his return as Daredevil. Everybody's been waiting for that. I've been waiting for that. I screamed like a little baby when you saw his hat, his hat, his helmet for the first time in the um, in the, uh, the 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 suit makers um, uh, not laboratory. I don't know where my voice is right now. When you saw it in the suit makers like workshop, when you saw it in the little casing, the little hat casing that they put they put the helmet in, I screamed like a little girl. And then he showed up as this guy's lawyer, and then he showed up again in the new suit. Am I digging the new suit? You know, I kind of liked the dark and grim black and red, but you know, black and gold, uh, not black and gold, it's red and gold, actually. Red and gold, I can dig it. You know, I'm not complaining about it. What I want more is just more Daredevil. So however you want to present him to me, just give him to me. You know, give, give me more Daredevil, let me have him, let me have the show that you have planned, and I'll be a happy person. You know, I've been waiting for more of that since Netflix canceled it, because they did so well with that character, and the fact that they've reintroduced it as She-Hulk, and even She-Hulk in fourth-wall-breaking character excellence has made fun of us as watchers, as people viewing this and going, listen, this is my show, stop warning Daredevil, that's great. That's what I'm saying, this is fun, this is meant to be a fun show. And when things are meant to be fun and not take things so seriously, I can appreciate that. It's when you are expecting it to be serious that I have an issue with them making it too fun. But this is supposed to be fun. I don't get why people were complaining about it having fun. I thought it was tremendously entertaining. I thought anything about the writing was decent enough for what they're trying to do with the character, even if it's just an introduction to the character, and just this kind of exploration into maybe even introducing more things, you know, introducing the Wrecking Crew, or reintroducing Daredevil, understanding what's going on with Abomination. Even if it was just meant for that, as filler content. Let it be filler content. It's given us a lot to work with. And then it ends off with Scar, Bruce Banner's, the Incredible Hulk's son that he gets when he goes off from to another planet. And now, I don't get that. I don't know um, a lot about Hulk's children or the Hulk family line or anything. They kind of drop that and then, like, cut to credits. I'm not sure if there was a lot of people out there that really kind of maybe had a better reaction that's probably the least bit of my favorite reactions of the entire show i had better reactions for daredevil first of all and i had better reactions when she broke the fourth wall broke into the writer's studio and then went and found kevin who winded up being this modok like artificial intelligence and that was hilarious and everything that she did there breaking the fourth wall talking about the x-men and shit that was great all of that was great, and I don't get the whole Hulk has a son now thing. Maybe that's going to get incorporated later on as well. I don't know. Um, but I think that was a really good way to kind of end the series for Phase 4. Because, you know, between all of the series, if you look at them all as a, as a whole, the group, the collective um, Phase 4 series that go all the way back to 2001, not 2001, to 2021, 
uh, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, and Moon Knight have all been serious shows. Um, What If and Hawkeye can kind of teeter on whether or not you would take it seriously. Uh, Hawkeye, I thought, was great. I didn't watch a lot of What If, but, you know, if you take it seriously, you take it seriously. But then, you know, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. And maybe that's why people didn't really like She-Hulk is because they were expecting more of what they were getting out of these other shows because almost every other show had its minor levels of comedy like WandaVision WandaVision had very little comedy and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier was more along the lines of a very um a very much torse patching political statement um real gritty show that told a really really good story then you have Loki that was all about time traveling and people getting falling in love with the Loki character again then you have the what if stories then you have Hawkeye, which was another torch passing and a seeing what happened with him after all the events of Endgame. And then Moon Knight, an introduction series that was taken very seriously and it was very very dramatic. And then Miss Marvel, she's a teenager that's supposed to be fun. I guess maybe with all of that, they expected She-Hulk to be more on the level of maybe Hawkeye, maybe Moon Knight. I don't know, but it's just baffling how much people gave, gave this show shit over the course of its airing. And it blows my mind that nobody went into this with an open mind. Like, you still look at something like Thor Love and Thunder, and you see the ratings that it's getting, and you see that there's still a a whole slew of people that think that Thor Love and Thunder is just as good, if not better, than Thor Ragnarok, or anything else that you can put Thor in. And and these are the same people who think She-Hulk isn't? like up to par like doesn't make sense to me to me she hulk is worth it she hulk was a lot of fun and i do hope maybe not for a show maybe like almost like a marvels i wouldn't mind a she hulk movie i know they they were they might have planned another she hulk movie not another she hulk movie another hulk movie um with mark ruffalo playing bruce banner but i don't know if that ever fell through because i don't think he really wanted to do a full-fledged movie and he'd rather just be this side character for the universe. But I wouldn't mind it where it's like this Hulk family kind of, you know, feature-length film in the future. That, that I feel, would be worth it. Um, but yeah, She-Hulk, she I, I, don't, I don't get why people gave this so much shit. It's so much fun.